I brought you on here today because we have a comedian coming on, very fast talking, very witty comedian, real deal. Chris so, D. Yeah, Chris Stefano. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I've been following him for over a year now. I started following him when I found that 9-11 story. I yeah. was doing my mom's 9-11 episode, and I was like, let me see what other comedians do at 9-11 stuff, and he was fucking funny. So I, that's why I dressed up like a traffic cone today. So hopefully you roast me <laughs> and you have my back. You know, I need you here to fucking back me up because I got a damn sinus infection. Can you hear it? Am I stuffy? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I'm stuffed <laughs> up. Just like my fucking doctor said, you, you're at risk of getting a sinus infection if you don't get the surgery. And then a week goes by a fucking sinus infection right away. But oh, whatever, I'm, what I'm pushing through it. And it turns oh, out I got COVID. <clears throat> it's not COVID. Uh, I'm pushing through it. It's fine. And we're going to get through this. It's going to be a good episode. The boys got some new, uh, they want to do live acoustic intros back there now. So I guess we'll just jump into a little song and dance before. Um, it's, it's tough when you have a comedian here. You know, it's very like, as YouTubers, you're like, oh, fuck. This is like a, a real podcast person. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's take a moment of. Because uh, he's like an athlete. Mind. Let's meditate a little right, bit. Let's do it. I sound like Kanye. What is the Sunday service? I don't know how far this bit's going. All right, yeah, that's what enough. Was, what was the idea behind the bit? Let's analyze. It. <laughs> I like a didgeridoo. It's a good comedic start. Honestly, I bought a didgeridoo, and then Jeff said, "Bring it so you could do the." Oscar with bought it. it to suggest using it on the podcast to start off because no, we've been I doing a lot. Of, we, okay. We've been doing different intros or testing out different intros because I'm kind of sick of the little. Yeah. I used to be a, uh, on the out on the corner selling. I, I'm trying to put that behind me yeah. i'm done Why talking enough talk and now they yeah i don't want to talk about jail i don't want to talk no. about my eye enough Take about it you've it. done enough. so much you've earned it there's levels to this shit <laughs> where's my camera I went he to went jail to so jail what, what do you want so we're done talking about it okay this guy he worked hard he went out there he had a girlfriend who was much more famous than him and then guess what she dumped his ass whoa, whoa, whoa. and what could he have done he could have stayed home and cried, or maybe gone back to breaking the law. <laughs> but what did he do? Sure, he cried for a few weeks, but that's not the point. I got out there and worked out with Todd. He went out with Todd. And then what happened? He met David, and he became the new star of the vlogs. And guess what? Jeff's barbershop blew up. <laughs> Nobody gave a fuck before then. Well, guess what they do now? And that's why we're here on a podcast where we sell hair products and talk to comedians who are way funnier than us. Let's go. That's right. Yeah. Wow. What a start to an episode. Damn. I was not ready for that. Damn. I am fired up now. Let's do we go. have a weather segment today? We're doing a weather segment? You know what? I don't even give a fuck after that. That was fucking gold, Jay. Thank Ryan you. the you leader. me up, man. This Jason the leader. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, shit, man. I wasn't prepared for all that. Oscar, stop buying stuff off, uh, off or up, man. It's yeah. You, I think you've got an addiction. You look like <laughs> the goddamn floor of the Airstream. <laughs> the checkered. I'm glad I'm finding my character here on Jeff's okay. Barbershop. It's Jay. hype man. You're doing great over here. I love having you in here. As you can see, Mike Sheffer's not been around. You know, I got the funnier Jew, the more successful real deal comedian Thank available. Thank you for saying that. And when you're not available, you go back on tour doing the Discovery Show. Maybe we'll bring Mike back in or whatever. I like having rotating friends in. Mm. But you were here last week, and I gave you the hat, that new green hat oh that sold God. out in 45 seconds. 
or 45 minutes, correct me. I mean, in 45 minutes, it sold out, which is good. It's we sold great. 500 hats Damn. in 45 minutes, and they were such a hot item. And I gave it to you first. You're the first person to get the hat. Now, the other day, I came to your house to let you know some jokes I'm, I'm planning on using at the roast. Yeah. And I saw the hat just sitting there. You didn't show it to me as a joke. I just had to find that fucking hat completely obliterated. Before you lay into me and think I'm not a good friend... I am going through hell with this dog. Okay? Thank you. This no, guy. Fuck that sympathy for this dog. He wanted to get a fucking dog. You probably fed it to the dog. You probably walked in the house and said, here, I got you a toy. I got you a little chew toy here. Fucking who cares about no it? No brim hat. Bro, I've never seen that before. Bro, that is destruction. That is the ultimate disrespect. He turned it into a yarmulke. You got a fucking yarmulke. Oh, my God. I think this is a fucking threat from my dog to you. You're a personal threat from my golden retriever who's 10 months old. He's saying, listen, and I don't, I don't fucking, I don't want to get in between the middle of it. He's saying, fuck you, Jeff. Okay. okay. I think that's what this okay. is. What do you guys think? Oscar, okay. Kyle, is this a fuck you or what? Oh, big time. All right. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm working on, uh, this is top secret information, but since we're in the heat of an argument, I'm going to fucking drop it anyway. I'm working on dog shampoo. I was going to cast dogs, give no. out big money, big checks to dogs that are some... Uh, Friends, dogs, yeah. maybe dogs that are related to other people that I work with. It'd be perfect. He's got that fluffy hair. He would have been the perfect candidate. But you want to come at me, bro? Yeah. You want to fucking come at me and my shit? I'm with you. Hey, Henry, if you're watching right now, <laughs> this camera right here. You just lost you the biggest. You fuck with the wrong people. You understand, Henry? You just lost the biggest deal of your goddamn life, Henry. Oh, that's weird. Henry's the same name as the guy in Goodfellas. <laughs> Henry! Henry! We fucking did it, Henry. You yeah. fucked me, Henry. I, I did it. it. It made it into my vlog. I, I literally apologized. All right, yeah, Chris is here, and he's with his buddy, so they'll pop in and, I guess, just destroy us the whole episode. Is this a rental, or do you own this? This place? Yeah. Ah, uh, this is a rental apartment, yeah. You got to get a mortgage, baby. You all my money's in NFTs. I guess that's where it should be. It's not. I'm losing it all. I just got influenced by Logan Paul and all these guys I started hanging out with, and they made me lose all my money, but, hey, I'm hanging out with the cool kids what nationality are you you have like a you have like I a know, you got like a face like of all different gen like you're like you got like different genders different ethnicities different fucking political <laughs> different genders. you look like all different <laughs> types of altcoins like you're i can't pin what you are dude you're just like a new age guy uh, you're just I'm, a millennial guy okay i'm from staten island i just found out you Whoa. have a house in staten island toad hill baby where do you where are you from <laughs> i grew up in like westerly port richmond so. yo westerly is legit Westerly's like uh all um gentrified now yeah you ever do steroids uh yes i did a, a cycle of winstrel when i was 19 <laughs> okay and uh, just everybody in staten island it comes up you know yeah. uh, eventually some point in your life you gotta you know what influenced. dude i was mad about 9 11 and i just did some juice That's you what know what happened. that's that was my introduction you for you actually should we hit the intro here should we just open up oh was none of this being recorded yet you like this jason is this the new intro yeah we're tapping into the youth really we had like to switch it, it up hip-hop who's this cameron dallas <laughs> we made it on Fiverr. It cost about 30 bucks. Nice. All right, so today on the show, we got very funny comedian Chris Stefano. You made a lot of 9-11 jokes. Thank you. Is that right? I have a, a story that I did, a stand-up bit that I did about 9-11. If you Google Chris Stefano's 9-11 story, um, you know, if you see that title, people get upset but Sounds then it, like, yeah people get a lot really pissed off about yeah i that. got a message once from a person you know just destroying me he's like you fucking piece of shit you, you make 9-11 funny not every you know things are off limits and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then five minutes later or 10 minutes later 
the message was, he goes, uh, yo, I just watched it. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, dude, because the thing is, is like everybody, this is what we do, right? As people in a society, everybody wants to, you know, feel everybody else's pain and everybody wants to, you know, get offended on behalf of this. Like I grew up in New York City on 9-11, knew people that died, could smell the towers burning. I did a comedy set five minute walk from 9-11 on the 10 year an or, or an anniversary on actual 9-11 in 2018 so 17 year anniversary I was fucking hammered drunk and every comic was going up on stage at the comedy cellar and bombing because nobody was addressing the elephant in the room is that we were doing comedy on 9-11 people are sad it's tragic so I just went up there because I was drunk and I said I'm not eating hummus today I'm not going to do it. I said, just one day, I'm not eating hummus. And then I told my story of what genuinely happened to me on 9-11. So, you know what I mean? Even even ISIS was laughing at it. Yeah, So yeah. it's fine. I, I was laughing at it. My mother was in Tower 1. Good. <laughs> yes, my mother was in Tower 2. Look at yeah. that, dude. We're connected, man. I know. That's why I... So I was about to interview my mother on here about her experience. She got out, obviously, and your mother got out as yes, well. Yes, she did. Thank God. Um, otherwise, we would have had a role on SNL if they didn't. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You're the only guy that I've met that's skinnier than Pete. If, seriously? Yeah, no, yeah, you I haven't do. seen me with the, you know. Are you jacked up a little bit? Actually, not right now. I could be close to Pete's weight. I don't understand this LA thing. It's like, I don't know, you know, what's going on. Like, I, you know, your sound guy over here, like I said in the elevator, like he's a weightless guy. Yeah, like, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. And then you got the, and then you got the the other person in in the checkered board because you got to call the you got to say people are people out here. You can't even say that guy. Or, I don't know what biologically was <laughs> born. Uh, no, he'll cancel you. That guy in the red coat. But the he's, thing he's, is, it's you can't cancel anymore because I got the Patreon. You know what I mean? That's the beautiful part about comedy now is you can really if you don't as long as you don't want to you know what I mean be on a fucking CBS sitcom that nobody watches and you make no money for. As long as you just want to do pure comedy, you're safe if you got a Patreon. And a podcast. Obviously, Don DePetta sitting next to me wants to be in Hollywood. That's why he has a pedophile mustache. <laughs> so that, that's why he has. So he wants to go the other route. So he's going to sit there and be quiet, and you know what I mean. Just look like I forgot I had a mustache, so I looked on camera. Yeah. So yeah. I don't care anymore. So Patreon is the only fans for comedians. Patreon.com/slash Christy Comedy. Shit goes down. Okay. You ever we, show any skin on there? We show some skin. I show. I I showed a couple of my genital warts on there and uh you know people pay you know you can pay five dollars a month for that i did mushrooms on it the other day we got a show there called the chris and eddie show where i i do we call edibles eddies i never taken any type of drugs before uh, i started my patreon but once a week now we do the chris and eddie show where i take uh an edible last week i took a mushroom sometimes i'll drink a 40 one time i did a bunch of flonase and we just do the show that's what we do and that's the podcast that's happening and i sit with most episodes a transgender person named tt jerry who was my girlfriend's godfather who was in prison for 25 years blew the son of sam in prison cut off a man's uh dick with a tuna fish can in prison wow. transgender puerto rican person so you want to tell me i'm a bad guy and cancel me and this and that you're a piece of shit okay because i'm sitting i'm sitting with transgender puerto rican people my family is puerto rican i got anal warts like i'm all about every you know what i mean yeah. i'll kiss this fucking kid on the lips and then suck your dick i don't give a shit guy. dude a good guy. i'm a good guy man anal warts yeah. makes you a good guy for sure yes no yes, the reason sir. the reason i brought that whole 911 thing up and set you up and then oh my mom was in there well shit did she die you fucking you stood your ground there that was dope i love that now when i brought my mom on the show i was like what am i gonna talk to my mom about i don't want it to be this sad episode thrown into all our wacky yeah. bullshit episodes so i got inspired by your set 
Thank you. And then I had my mother here, and she was she had a different agenda. She was going to come in here and tell the real story. Right. And then I guess it just didn't work out. You know, right. she wasn't on the same wavelength as us. We were trying to just play sound bites of bombs, but things going to the towers. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. It's a gunshot. Yeah. And no, I think as long as you come from a place of truth with comedy, I think you're golden. And that's that 9-11 story. I was just literally telling the truth. It's like, you know, you can mix match words and all you want. And that's what people do. I mean, mm -hmm. from, in my opinion, you know, you can't be funny and hateful. It's like real comics recognize, like if a joke misses, a joke misses, but you know, the intention was comedy. Like there's no way Hitler was funny because yeah. he was just hateful. You know what I mean? So all these people, you know, that want to, you know, whatever, cancel comics, it's just it's just unfunny, weak, insecure, piece of shit people. And that's why it's a beautiful thing. Once you put your career in the hands of your fans, which you seems like you guys have done on, on YouTube, then you get out of this shit. Then you're like, oh, I don't give a fuck if Colgate Toothpaste, you know, wants me to, you know, say the right gen. Shut the fuck hey, up fuck i'm eight. being comedy i don't even use toothpaste i just chew dentine ice every morning <laughs> that's, that's how i clean my mouth it's ready to go it's more fun too yeah dude and you're drinking a lacroix man mm -hmm. it's nice Wait, i'm living the life do you guys grew up close to each other the two towns or dude you uh, yeah or the same town jason no. jason's from boston he uh oh, we, we get boston. along well though he's an east coaster you know he gets the same sense of humor jason's a nice guy dude jason's you've been divorced yeah, I've been. Divorced. Yeah, dude, you got that energy, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got divorced, what but not of, a dad, though. No, I'm a dad, but what kind of energy? But is not divorced? a good dad. Not a good dad. Yeah, <laughs> no, I can tell. Your divorced bad dad energy. Yeah, dude. No, I could tell. Um, but it's I like you though. There's what's what's divorced energy like? Um, I think you're sitting that you're 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 trying so hard to be happy, but I know you're fucking dying inside every second of your life. You know what I mean? And uh, and it's just uh, I don't try that hard to be happy. I gave up. Yeah, dude, you're blow drying you your mean. hair. You know what I mean? It's a it's a sadness that I feel, but I like it. But it's a likability because you're you're honest with it. You know what I mean? I'm you're an honest guy. Yeah. Listen, you're having sex with with girls and and living a life now, and uh, you know your kids. Uh, one of them will have a drug problem, and 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 but that's your fault. Fault, but not your fault. You know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for scotting. But me it's a beautiful. It, yeah. yeah, dude. I just I'm right though, right? Yeah. In a way. How old's your oldest kid? He's 16. Oh, 16. Right, yeah. right. And okay. then my daughter turned 13 yesterday. Oh wow! And you yeah. weren't at her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying, dude? <laughs> Dude, this kid's fucking got no emotion in the red jacket. He's like a real <laughs> sick fucking do, kid, yeah. dude. No, I don't yeah. allow emotion here. Because you know what it is? This kid, he's living, he's already in the metaverse. I bet you that jacket, like he's in, he's a digital, he's a digital <laughs> currency. Don't you laugh, Kyle. He's don't an NFT. Give, don't you crack a smile. Give him nothing. Give him nothing. Jeff's a good guy, dude. Thank you. You're a good guy. And then, uh, and, and, uh, Jason. And no, no, yeah, no. I was thinking, I was trying to think of a fun divorced dad name. Oh. Um, Jeff and J no Jason I like I like your guys energy I like your guys vibes you're making money you're doing things you're doing new school things which is which is nice you know what you I mean you are too we're on the same you know same road you're I doing just, Patreon stand up and yeah. podcast you guys do stand up any stand up comedy uh, yeah yeah well we stopped for a while I was gonna say it had to be <laughs> fucking brutal <laughs> like there's no, you got, none of you guys are like funny on stand up you know like to a real stand up we're all like oh you guys suck yeah, yeah, you yeah. know but yeah no, yeah. no, Jason's really good. He had me open for him uh, No, a there's times. no way he's good. <laughs> On Chris's level, no. There's no way. No. But I like that you admit it. No, but like, I know. I, I mean, I used to like, you know, go to open mics and try to be yeah. a stand-up or whatever. And then yeah. I, I have toured and stuff. But no, I, I know the difference. Yeah. The difference. I mean, we're doing a roast right now. And, and, yeah. I, and I know the difference. Yeah. Yeah, because I can't do what you guys do yeah. on it. Like you guys have a different thing. Like my YouTubes and Instagrams are nowhere near your guys because it's different types of comedy. And I think when we both bleed into each other's art form, there's learning. But the problem is, is 
sometimes when you watch someone who's does their backbone is in stand-up, they didn't grow up in the open mics and cut their teeth. It's very obvious for stand-ups to be like, oh man, this is brutal. Like it's hurting our art form. As I would say, if I try to go and make a YouTube video or something, you're going to be like, this is hack bullshit. We did that in 2009. You know right, what I mean? Right. It's the same thing. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. you guys have carved out your own lane in comedy. And I'm respectful of that. You know, the podcast, I feel like, is the common ground. We can all just bleed and blend in here. But sometimes when, you know, we watch people do stand-up, I'm like, yeah, you'll sell a lot of tickets this time. Right. But your show, it, it's there's no way you're going to keep getting fans coming back. I mean, look at Louis C.K. And, and Bill Burr and Kevin Hart. It's like 20 years before anybody cares. That's just the way it is, you know? Yeah, I've been a, doing it 10 years, me, and even my show is like nowhere near as good as it hopefully will be in There's 10 a years. difference between like going up there and they know you from the YouTube videos yes. you know, than being Chris and being like, Oh fuck! Half this room doesn't know me. Yeah, that's let the me key. let right. me win this Try to be crowd. Funny there. It's, Dude, that's what's hard. E even yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, the most famous name in comedy, even he only gets five minutes before the crowd says, "All right, yeah, it's worn off now that you're Jerry Seinfeld. Let me now. You got to make me laugh." Yeah. Have you ever seen Seinfeld? Because I've heard Seinfeld will go up and even bomb with new material. Have you ever seen something like sure. that? Who have you seen like a big guy go up there with Every, I mean, or girl? Anybody, because at the Comedy Cellar, which is our comedy store, yeah. you know, it's like the New York version. Everybody, you know, anybody who, every Chris Rock, Louis, uh, Burr, Amy Schumer, Kevin Hart, they all go up there, and that's that you try new material, you right. know. And if you if it, if you bomb, you bomb. Yeah. The thing is, I think the the with stand up, the where I've gotten to now is I'm very comfortable not doing well, and I'm very comfortable mm -hmm. if things are uncomfortable because I'm just like it's all going to be over soon anyway. But I used to not be. I used to perform. I used to be like, oh, this crowd. I better make this crowd laugh, or I want this crowd to like me. Now it's like, of course I want people to have a good time at my show. Of course I do. You know. Know, they paid money to see me of course but it's really i'm doing it for me and i'm like if i need to work on new stuff and do that then that's what i'm gonna do because i know ultimately like nobody nobody really cares i think we all do have this thing in us where we're like well, i'm gonna change the world and it's like narcissism nobody actually cares at all we're all in our own little world mm -hmm. so it's like once i accepted that it's almost like an optimistic nihilism where i'm like it's it's actually set me free where i'm like I don't give a fuck. Like, I care if my kids like me and if I'm, you know, making, when I leave, if I'm making money, you know, to, to, to give them as best life as I can, I'm like, uh, you know. That's why you should have a kid, Jeff, because well, yeah. I have, should have a kid. I, I'm, I'm working on it. So you said when you started out, you cared if people liked you. Yes, because I was doing it for them, but now I do it for me. And I don't, like last night I had a show at the Tampa Theater. It's a theater show. So it's like, I'm not going to go and do 10 minutes of new material to open up the show because they paid money. It's their night out. So I, I have an obligation to give them a good performance. But in the middle of the show, I tried a couple of new bits here and there and just kind of be free and in the moment. Or else I, I never yeah. get any better. You know what I, I mean? Like, I've never experienced somebody not caring about people liking them so much until I met this guy right here. He'll walk around coffee stains on his shirt, just a complete mess. <laughs> well, that's that's why I, I, I think one thing when you do stand up all the time is you get trying to read the room. Like as soon as I met you in the elevator, I was like, this guy's very confident with who he is. And mm -hmm. I and now that you're saying he doesn't he doesn't care about what people think of him. That's why I was like, oh, I can get him with heavy, dark jokes. He's not going to give a fuck. Yeah, if he yeah. cared about it, he would got offended. And then it's like, now we got a problem. No, I, yeah, it's just yeah, comics yeah, in a room. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah. You're supposed to say whatever. You're supposed to be able to say whatever. And it's all oh, yeah, understood. Yeah, yeah. This is you, just yeah, a joke. Sure. You came right out. Us this said, is you guys, just a joke. you guys suck at this, but you're good at this. Now you're doing both. You're doing the podcast stuff, and you're saying the internet stuff is new to you. Yes, 
now you experience i'm sure your videos are good i watch your podcast the, yeah I but you're, i'm bong. sure you guys could identify things like that we did Editing's that shit 10 years ago it's a little, weird. Your a little weird when the shot flips upside down and stuff yeah, like that. are you I, doing that yourself no editing? i have my i have my editor shout out the homeless pimp um who does it but i'm sure that's what i'm saying we're, we just got onto youtube so i'm like i'm sure yeah. that we're doing things that are not so now you're going to experience that negativity through the comments on, on the yes. internet it's like yes. you're in the metaverse comedian now yes. you know, you're living through those yes. fucking hecklers are in there in your comments but you could just not read them if you're on stage you could be like ah fuck you well, guys well you know what the, one of the best things i've done just for my mental health is even though social media and the internet it's a part of our life. Uh, there's, you know, like my friends who are like, I'm getting off the internet. I'm like, that's good for you. My career is in the internet. I can't not, that's how it sells the tickets. But what I do do now is I post my thing that I need to post and then I don't look at it again until I need, so whatever mm. the comments are, even if the, I used to look at, oh, if this video is bombing, let's take it down. I don't do that anymore. I'm like, if it bombs, it bombs. It's the way of the world, whatever. Chris, oh, you don't need to damn. do that. You're funny, man. You don't you need to fucking look at that I'll shit I'll kiss you on the lips all. right now if you want that, dude. <laughs> no, I, 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 have, I have minor, mild COVID <laughs> symptoms. I got mild COVID <laughs> symptoms if you want the antibodies. I mean, I know you're in Tampa, so I, I just assumed, you know. Dude, I fucking like Jason. Yeah, Jason's the best. I like and I like you too, Jeff. But I like. Jason. But I watched your vlogs, and yeah. I, I think Jeff too. Like, because I watched like Crystalia's vlogs, uh -huh. and they're they're not like anything really. They're kind of just him hanging out, and I think that's a good thing sometimes. Yeah, like I think it's good to come at YouTube like. Yeah, it's uh, it's me and my girlfriend, and we're gonna go do this. It doesn't have to be slick at all. Yeah, and I or, you know, and you can get better with it if you want, but you should never feel bad about posting like a. A, a dumb little video. Like I saw one where you guys were working out. Yeah. I watched the whole fucking thing. Chrissy Quarantitties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chrissy Quarantitties. Yeah, so like I, I just think yeah. that shit's great. And I think I learned that, you know, I watched I watched the old Logan Paul videos like before he was even humongous and I was like, a lot of that shit was him just walking around with a camera. So I'm yeah. like, it's almost like slice of life behind the scenes thing. So I'm learning that stuff. You know, stand up is, you know, I've, I've, I've failed a lot and a lot and a lot. So I'm like, almost feel like an expert <laughs> at stand up. But this internet stuff, this is your guy's world. So I'm learning how to do it. You know? I saw you waiting outside Bobby Lee's house once. That was oh, really yeah, funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, so wait. So do you live, do you go out, is this a content house? No, no, no. How, bro, I don't know. Like See, Jason, this is what I'm saying. That's Jason's a hack question. 48 years old. Though. Is Jason 48? <laughs> yeah. Dude, how fucking great does this guy look for Thank 48? You, man. Yeah. Thank you, man. And you have a 16-year-old daughter, dude. I so she was nice a, over here. Huh? Jason does a podcast, too, where it's the exact opposite. They're like, you look fucking horrible. <laughs> no, 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 no. You look dead. No, dude. And a 16-year-old daughter, dude, that's fucking insane. 16-year-old son, 16-year-old uh, daughter, well, yeah. Well, you don't know, though, biologically, but they could go trans. You know, they could end up like Kyle, you know? Who is knows? Kyle trans? <laughs> yeah. Are you Kyle? Yes. Yeah, he just he hasn't had any procedures. He just identifies as whatever. It's something different every week. Cause are you on know, a little estrogen? What are you doing? Uh, testosterone. I tried to give him steroids. You wouldn't take them. I have him in here. I actually got you this gift here. Here, This is my uh, hair product company. I see you Thank take you, good Jeff. care of your hair. You care about your hair? How oh, often yeah. do you I get care a cut? About uh, I get my hair cut um, once uh, every three to four weeks. I was supposed to get a haircut before I came to... I got you a little bottle of testosterone in there. Kyle didn't want it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. I got a little test. I didn't know how to inject it. I didn't, it well, one needle, too. You guys could share. Who nice. cares? Now, is this where, is this black market shit? Where'd we get this? Um, Kyle, well, Kyle refused to take it. I had a guy meet up with Kyle, and he didn't want to take it. He changed his it. mind. And then the hair products is nice pomade and a uh, texture spray. Ooh, nice. It's all about the smell. So what's mm -hmm. this called? Jeff's Barbershop. Pop open the other one and give it a smell, because that's a spray. The way so, Chris styles his hair. I know. He, he has really good hair. perfect for, for that. Pomade. This is the one to pop open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's give it a... Let's, yeah. Uh, let's I'm see. curious your opinion, because you're from Staten Island. <laughs> uh, you care about your hair. You get a cut every... Oh, no, 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 no. 
no, no. Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> I thought he was a sharp, smart guy until he did that. <laughs> you get a Windex <laughs> bottle and you twist off the whole thing and dump Texture's it on, on the, on no, the but glass? No, no, but to smell. I just wanted to smell it. <laughs> I did the same thing. It's good smell, dude. I know it's you a good, did. It's a good, I know. I'm just, it's thank a good you. Scent. Thank you. Yeah, thank dude. You. It smells like... Um, so that's it, for you? Yeah, like a Mitsubishi. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like a Mitsubishi with an air freshener in it or yeah, something? Yeah, dude, like a Staten Island fucking Mitsubishi <laughs> Galant. Mm -hmm. I got to be honest, man. Do you use that pr the product? I, I do use no, it. No, it, it smells It, it smells, smells really like good. a nice cologne, but it's in your hair. It's like it's like cologne for your hair. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Thank you. Um, but yeah, so I worked yeah. in a barber shop in Staten Island and went through all that shit. So I, I, I feel like I fucking, I might have cut your hair back in the day. How old are you? 37. Really? Yeah. Okay. What are you? 32. Wow. And you're you 48. Too? Mm -hmm. Wow! Yeah, thirty-two. And you're really? thirty-two. Yeah, I know. You're mustache, mustache doesn't. The mustache fucking adds twenty I, years. I had a big, I had a big beard, and then I cut it down, and I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? I didn't know that I was gonna do this today, so what? yeah, he thought he was gonna come out, and we were just, just gonna, gonna go to In-N-Out out, Burger. Yeah. Now you're talking to millions of people now, yeah, stupid. This is not, yeah, I shouldn't. <laughs> this, this, this was a porch. Oh, oh dude, I love it. I love that this is Don's big break. He's got the fucked up mustache. So you grew up in Staten Island High School? Me? Did you go to high school? No, me? No, I grew up in Brooklyn. Okay. So I only moved, my father lived on Staten Island um, my whole life. My parents got divorced when I was like one. And um, so I was going to maybe go to Monsignor Farrell, which is the big yeah. all boys high school yeah, on yeah. Staten Island. But instead I, I went to, to track Ar there. Archbishop Malloy, which is the all boy high school in Queens. So, but all my summers were on Staten Island. So that story, your 9-11 story, mm -hmm. your father went in to speak to the principal. Yes. And he whacked him with a chair or something? No, like so what happened was is on 9-11... My uh, mother, you know, I said worked in the in the in the second tower, and um, dude, imagine like our mom survived because they were having like a secret lesbian relationship, <laughs> just, like, fucking scissoring each other in Tower Seven, um, and, and uh, that'd be wild, dude. And now we're together, like their sons are together, and we're just fucking doing steroids with yeah. Jason. Damn, <laughs> dude, I mom, fucking like Jay, you? man. You're a good dude. Forty, mom, so do you like being in your forties, late forties? It's the best. I was going to say, you feel, because my mother told me, yeah. she said, you'll see, if God willing, you make it to your late 40s, you'll <laughs> see that, because she's 70 now. She was like, the decade I would go back to is my 40s. Yeah, it's the would best. Would you say that better in your 40s than your 30s? Uh, 30s is pretty good, because you're still youthful, and you still have, things don't hurt as much. But, you feel older yeah, now. But, yeah, but now you got to really, really, like, I got to really keep up with it to stay like right. feel feel good physically yeah but like mentally yeah 40s is great because you really don't give a fuck when i was in my 30s i really cared a lot i was like doing open mics and like fucking bombing and not doing well and then one night i was doing stand-up and this kid came in who's a youtuber and after that i just went and did youtube i stopped stand-up i was like i had two kids i was in yeah debt. i was like fuck it i'm gonna do by YouTube. the way i just want to say that in the beginning of the podcast when i started shitting on the guy stand up, I thought you guys were going to start giving it to me back, but then you didn't. You just no. politely listened. <laughs> so then I was like, "Oh shit! I guess I got to just keep going." I was waiting for you guys to start shitting on me, and you were like, "No, we understand." I was like, "Oh, sorry. I was just kidding." I felt bad because I said you up for that. Was just I, don't, I don't like to do that either because, like, I, literally all I do is watch Joe Rogan, watch Dave Chappelle, I watch you, I watch Theo Vaughn, and like, so like. Uh, there is a delineation there. It's like, yeah, those the guys truth are is, fucking amazing. No, the truth it's is, though, with, with stand-up, truthfully, what I genuinely believe is if you guys got the fan base, which you do, it's such a subjective art form. Go tell any YouTuber that can sell out in improv, go tell their fans that uh, right. Chappelle is funny to them. They're not... <laughs> 
to them, he's not. They're not. The YouTube guy is, or the TikTok yeah. guy they saw is, or girl, or they be. Right. So like, that's what it is with comedy. It's subjective. So it's like, yeah, a stand-up might say, oh, I don't like so-and-so's work. It's like, okay, shut up. It's all subjective. Like, yeah, there's plenty is. of comedians. There's uh, a craft to it, though. Just, there's <laughs> a craft. Just like they're better at YouTube. Like, he was shit on your upside-down videos. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? That's yeah, they stupid. stink. There's a craft. There's a craft. And we'll look back in five years and be like, Eesh. But that uh, wasn't even an insult to him. That was homie fucking who your editor. Whatever. Homeless Pimp. Shout out yeah. to Homeless Pimp. No, Homeless Pimp's a great editor. Great guy. Homeless Pimp. Uh, he lost 50 pounds just drinking Heineken's and eating salads. Wow. It's a wild diet, right? Yeah. Okay, today's episode is sponsored by Roman. You guys know all about Roman. I talk about it every week. Roman is a digital health clinic for men. Did you know that 52% of men experience ED? Why are you looking at me? Jay, Why Jay, are you Jay, saying I'm that? I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Listen, I don't have ED. Listen, more people have it than don't. So you're in the majority. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. And I got some good news for you. What? It's a new year. And Roman is going to help you get to peak performance in the bedroom. Roman provides effective FDA-approved treatment for ED. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction all from the comfort and privacy of your home. There's no need for that awkward doctor visit and trip to the pharmacy. I know you don't care about stuff like that, but some people don't want to be out in the pharmacy getting ED meds, which it makes sense, you know? Some people... No, I walk into a pharmacy right away and I go... I got ED, baby, and I'm proud. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship to you for free with two-day shipping Perfect timing for Valentine's Day. Ooh. The whole process is straightforward, discreet, and will help you make sure you're performing at your best. So get Roman ready and go to GetRoman.com slash Jeff, where you'll get $15 off your first month of ED treatment plus free two-day shipping. Take advantage of this special discount by February 9th and get $15 off your first month of treatment and guaranteed Valentine's Day delivery with the link in the description. So uh, your father, he was a firefighter or what was no, he? No, 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 no. was no, Pete no. Davidson, my, wrong Staten Island comedian. No, um, dude, my firefighter did not have a real job. Your father, father. Oh, okay. No, dude. Your father was a gangster. Yeah, but a gangster adjacent, I think where he grew up in the Bronx and then moved to Staten Island, it's like it was all involved. I don't know that he was out there killing people, but he you know, was getting paid in all cash and was just one of those guys shifting in and out of that world. And yeah, 9-11... You know, I thought my mother was dead, and this kid started to laugh at me. Yeah. So I broke a chair over his head. That's <laughs> yeah, true. I yeah. really did. I broke a chair, and I went to an all-boy Catholic high school. They threw me out. That mm -hmm. day, they threw me out of school. They were, like, expelled. But I was yeah. like, I'm not going to tell my family that. And then uh, Wednesday, no school, because New York City was just shut down because of 9-11. Thursday, I went back into school like like nothing happened. <laughs> and they were like, are you kidding me? Like, you're expelled. Like, I didn't forget that you put a kid in a coma. And I was like, oh, sorry, you guys remember that? So I called my dad from a payphone on Queens Boulevard. And I told him the story. And I was like, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting thrown out. And uh, he goes, no, you're not getting thrown out. I'm coming down there. And he lived on Staten Island, which... As you know, at rush hour from Staten Island to Queens could be like two, two and a half hours. hours. Yeah. Like it's so, it's only like 15 miles away, but it's like bumper to bumper traffic. Somehow my dad got there in like 25 minutes. My dad was there and it was, I tell it in this show, it's true. He showed up in a New York Yankees batting practice jacket and a fucking like quadruple extra large cup of Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Like just <laughs> the biggest Dunkin' Donuts cup of coffee. And he went into the principal's office, no meeting, and he just walked in. The principal was on the phone. My dad was like, hey, can I talk to you? Like, you know, I'm, I'm his father. I need to talk to you. And, my, and the principal was like, I'm on the phone. Like, you need to get an appointment. And then my dad just hung up his phone. He just put his fingers 
on the receiver on the clip, and he just hung up the phone. And he was like, "Now you're not on the phone." He and then <laughs> and then he just sat down, and he goes, um, "My dad's like, look, you know that you can't throw my kid out of school," and you know the principal was like, "Well, he hit he he hit somebody over the head with a chair." <laughs> yeah. So I mean, where is he learning this behavior? Like he's Assault getting expelled. With a deadly weapon. Yeah, dude, he's getting it. Yeah, he's being he's a criminal actually. Yeah. My dad goes, "Listen, you're not going to do that." And he pulled out a wad of cash. And he was like, don't throw him out of school. And he was like, are you trying to bribe a man of God? And my dad goes, I lost God September 27th, 1989. And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. But I was like, whatever you say, dude. Like, I, I know he was in prison at that time. So <clears throat> I was like, you know, I never asked him what, but he, that they was a very, cable out of prison. That was a date etched in my head. Yeah. He said, I'm going to give you two options. He goes, either you put my son back in school. Okay. That's the first option. He goes, oh, the second option is I'm going to come over there and I'm going to break both your kneecaps. <laughs> and he said, you think I heard that line in a movie? He's like, I'm one of the guys they write the movies about. He's like, so I'm going like to, I'm going to hurt you. He said to the principal, he said, I'll call 911 right now. I'll tell them what I'm about to do and I'll give I'll give them my name, my social security number, my address. He said cuz to be honest, I'd rather I'd rather beat the shit out of you and go to jail <laughs> and be with my friends again than you throw him out and me have to listen to his mother's fucking mouth. He's like, "So, I don't care. You, you it's it's your Damn, choice." bro. It was crazy, dude. And then the principal, you know, they put me back in school. They gave me a detention. I can't believe that worked. It worked. Dude. Hey, hey, okay, yeah. So he says that. What is the what does the principal say? The principal was just like, you know, is this a threat or whatever? And he and my father was like, absolutely. And yeah. I think he could. I think he could see like the look in my mm. father's eyes. Like my dad was just dead serious. Not someone yeah. to be fucked with. And then he just was like, you know, maybe we can work something out. Maybe he can get get detention before and after school. So yeah. that's what I did for my whole senior year. I had to get into school at seven a.m. serve an hour of detention and then after school serve an hour of detention for the entire year and I got thrown off the basketball team so it was pretty severe penalties I wish my dad would have just fucking broke his legs but that's the <laughs> story and I tell it's a whole stand-up bit that's online yeah yeah I loved it I, I loved it when I heard it's it really I, good. And it, it actually in, inspired me too much that I blew my episode with my mom she was pissed after that why don't me and you me and your mom will do an episode from Staten Island we'll zoom you in I'm gonna have your mom on my podcast and <laughs> yeah. have her tell the story yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Chrissy oh, Chaos yeah. podcast how did that incident shape you as a person very gay question um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> like like my father was my father was a lot like your father oh really are you still alive the boston version yeah the boston version the whitey bulger version Ooh. did it make you a pussy or did it make you tough or it, what it, how did it because yeah, then you have to tell your dad you're bisexual and all that. How did that go after? <laughs> when you see your parents do, or father doing something like that, it, it, it's like you know you're not necessarily proud. You're not. It doesn't like. Right. It. It's like it's fun to talk about now. Like I said, comedy comes from truth, so it's fun to talk about now. But there was a lot of times in my childhood where I was like. I wish my dad was just like a banker. I wish my dad yeah. just had like a regular job. Like my mother, Ivy League graduate, my mother. So, oh, wow. and my father was like, you know, on, on and off again, criminal. So I went all the way, I went to graduate school. I have a doctorate degree in physical therapy. Um, my mother made me get an education because she was very motivated. She was like, you will not end up like your father. Yeah. You, I won't allow that to happen. So um, when you said you wanted to be a comedian, what did they say? Oh my God, dude. When I wanted to said I wanted to do comedy, my mother, they fucking hated it. They were like, you have a doctor's degree in physical therapy. You want to tell dick jokes? Like what? You have health insurance. So I was like, yeah, I know. But my dad was like, listen, you can live in my basement. Like, I don't give a shit. Live in my basement. Uh, you know, follow your heart, follow your dreams. So they, and it is kind of, they supported you. Supported me, dude. Nice. And it is one of those things where it's like the universe sometimes does give back because I was simultaneously doing stand up. 
and physical therapy at the same time, burning the candle at both ends. But it's almost like I had chains on me, even though I was, you know, I was using physical therapy as a safety net because once I said I had no money in my bank account, I was like, you know, flat broke. And I said, um, you know, I'm just going to take a risk. I was 27 years old at the time. I said, my father convinced me. He's like, if you're going to take a big chance in your life, do it now. Like you can mm -hmm. live in my house. Well, I'll take care of you for as long as I can. Like if you don't want to be in your deathbed being like, oh, I should have tried stand up. Do it. I was a pediatric physical therapist at the time. And I told, you know, the principal of the school that I worked, I was like, I'm going to quit, you know, today, effective immediately and go do stand up. And she was like, you're the biggest idiot. Like she really was <laughs> like, you're a dumb shit. Like she was like, you have health in church. Like she was sounding like my mom. She was like, this will not work out. And when you come crawling back, you will not have a job. Right. So this is, you want to risk it and be an idiot? Go do it. And then for about a week, I didn't tell my mom anything. I would actually get dressed because I was still living at home. My mom, I would get dressed and go out as if I was going to do physical therapy, but I would really just go to like a Starbucks or <laughs> and just write or go to a movie. Like I, just, I was just spending money. Like I was just like, I don't have a job. This is, you know, I would do comedy open mics, 10 open mics a day. Sometimes I do 50 open mics a week, like just comedy, comedy, comedy. I had already done shows for MTV's Guy Code. That was a big show back then. I was on episodes here and there. When I stopped um, physical therapy, I didn't tell anybody, nobody, not even my manager. My manager calls me one day. He goes, they just got another show greenlit called Girl Code. There's Guy Code and Girl Code. And he was like, he wants to know if you wanted to be a permanent cast member of Girl Code. And if you say yes, MTV is going to give you an overall deal salary where you can just work for MTV for three years. Wow. And then I looked at the number. It was three times my physical therapy. You don't get paid shit to do physical therapy. Right. Three times what I was making at physical therapy just to live my dream. And all I, ha all I have to do is only be on television on MTV. Right. I was like, yes, yes. And it was like, I really do feel like if I didn't quit physical therapy, I would have never got that call. Like I must think it was like a yeah. universe thing. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I tell people that like, whatever your dreams are, like just take a big swing, you know? Like, nice. I mean, you know, have some type of safety net, but like, you don't want to be on your deathbed and be like, I shoulda, coulda, woulda. Like now yeah. I, you know, I don't live like that. Even if it all went away tomorrow, I feel very happy that I took that chance and I've got to live the life I got to live. I mean, I'm on, I'm on fucking Jeff and Jason. Get cool, me? yeah. So you had it easy your whole life. Nice. Um, you're yes. future jujitsu. Well, I'm white. Work on. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. No, that's. Uh, I would love to do stand up, but it's just you know, it's it's not something we're doing every day. You know, it's not something that you're gonna yeah. be a billionaire with your hair care. Thing. That's you what I'm saying. It's like, it's like why yeah. would McGregor go back in the cage? You know, right? I got something on no point. my plate. You know, I'm gonna pump the shit out of this stuff. I mean. You know, a lot of all, most of my fans have hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. All right, I got the. I got. I got. My, I've been told my fans have the most hair. Of anybody I appreciate else. it. I appreciate it. So, what's what about you though? So, just sell out arenas. That's the goal. For me, the goal has always been ticket sales, and for the first time uh, in my career, um, there's ticket sales are coming. I I got you know whenever I. Where I go now, there's there's uh there's tickets. So and that's from what the kind of venues? How big are the venues you're playing now? Last night, Tampa Theater's twelve hundred. Jeff, Jeez. you know how much money wow. that is per night? Damn, fifty fifty thousand. Mm, is it? Not quite for Not that quite one. 50, it's a, it's a, no, it's a, but the, 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 the money when you make the <laughs> real money. Like out. if you go to a two thousand seater, there's obviously real money there. But you, you make a lot of money at the comedy clubs because the thing is with the business of it is you have to pay a high rental fee to rent the theater. So you got to uh, sell a lot of tickets before you start making money in the theater. Comedy clubs, there's no rental fee. Right. So it's from dollar one. 
you're making everything. Right, because whatever take you drinks, take, ninety yeah. percent of the door, ninety whatever, whatever yeah. the deal is. So well, that's com- what comedians making the most money now, besides like Kevin Hart, because he's. I would like, say I Tom don't... Segura. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I would say yeah. Tom Segura's. What like, about Sebastian? Sebastian, Sebastian is another one. So you got Tom Segura, Jim Gaffigan, Sebastian. Why Those guys are all thirty million dollar guys. Well, thirty so, million. Is that because our parents and uh, they're, like yeah. every, they're they're buying the tickets to the yeah. shows? Big ticket sales, man. Yeah. Big yeah. ticket sales. And Wait. Tom Segura is. I mean, Tom Segura might be number one. I mean, he's, well, Sebastian played like the Garden though, didn't he? Four times, yeah. Has, and then Jesus. Tom Segura hasn't played the Garden. But even the he? Garden, like you know, the Madison Square Garden, you do that for status, and obviously, I would love to get the opportunity to do that one day. Right. But you don't make a lot of money on. Oh, really? The art, no, you make the money at Radio City because, again, it's theater rental. You, you know what? It costs the artist $200,000 just to rent MSG. Oh, you know so what I mean? it's like a flex. Yeah, so it's, oh, but, wow. you, but it's necessary. Like, right. That's all I've ever wanted is I just want the ticket sale. Because I, I think once you put your career in the hands of your fans, you really are golden. Like, you know, a- anybody who loses their career, it's usually because of this, uh, it's corporate money. But it's like, you're not going to tell your thousands of adoring fans like you know obviously if you do something horrible then you have a right to lose your career but most of the time it's bullshit why somebody's right. losing because of a tweet from 10 years ago that's bullshit your real fans don't care mm-hmm. the corporations do so if, as you start to get away i don't want i want to do tv and movies i'd love to do them but i'm never going to stop my podcast i'm never going to stop yeah communicating directly to my fans that's why at the patreon patreon.com slash christy comedy we do so much stuff there like that's where like the real show is because you're literally letting me be me 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 and i think the best comedy moments come from there so you go to you know my chrissy chaos show comes out every tuesday 11 a.m eastern time youtube.com says christy comedy you listen to that that's got the ads and we have a great time on that but then the real shit gets on the patreon uh-huh. and every all that you know and, and it's getting good now the, all my peers who are all my my stand-up peers who are yeah. crushing and selling tickets and have the goals that i want they're all podcasters every yeah. single one of them the ones who are on tv only tv no ticket sales yeah maybe there's money there but money's fleeting man like, so the goals shifted as the as the world shifted. yeah you can every fine you can make a million dollars from a movie that's fine but i want longevity man i want to what do this shit for 30 what years if, what if you get an offer uh to be like a 16 year old on euphoria and then they want <laughs> you to stop your podcast for that we'll never stop the pod. Or you're gonna blow up in the fucking teen world no because then that's all because then you know everything i've said on a podcast gets you know blown <laughs> oh, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. i've said too much wild shit you know so you don't i've been, get too I've been much saying bigger. china's the enemy for a long time oh so my god I, can't, I fucking say that all china. the time yeah china. yeah oh china. my god right, enough 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 so you're fired kyle, I get, can't, it together. Uh, get it together kyle I just want to keep growing in my own on my own terms. Dude, well, listen, if you're in Washington, D.C., February 11th, Warner <laughs> Theater, February 12th, the Tabernacle Atlanta, and then how about with this guy, March 4th and 5th, Cleveland and Detroit, Agora Theater, Royal Oak Theater, Detroit, Michigan with Donnie DePetta, and then February 5th, home, you know what's a good one? February 5th, I'm doing the Beacon Theater, New oh, York City yeah. was always a goal, sold out. The Beacon? Oh, sold it nice. out, sold it out, baby. Congratulations. 2,700 seats. So that's, that, that's a big one. That's, that's a good one. And that's my hometown, so that's that one, you know, is amazing for me. That's right. like almost like a, I'll probably cry, you know, oh, yeah. because wow. it's like I walk past the beacon. Oh yeah, like they're all, my kids are coming. Wow. Yeah, dude, nice. it's gonna be fantastic. How old are your kids? I got a uh, six-year-old daughter and a seven seven-month-old daughter. Oh, so you you had your first kid at my age? Yeah, I was thirty when I had my first kid. I'm I'm similar to you then because you had your first kid at what thirty two? Yeah. And look, you're a young, cool it's dad, and Mr. yeah, Math, yeah, it's kind of wow, dope, right? Damn, yeah. it's great. Fuck, man, it's I better hurry up. I'm looking for. I gotta have a kid. Somebody comment down below. 
Uh, yeah, who wants to have a kid with in, Jeff? In breeding together. Okay, this episode is sponsored by Deal Dash. Sick and tired of bidding sites that don't work and are hard to use? Fortunately, that wait is over with Deal Dash. An easy and fair and honest bidding site. This app will change your life. I've been using Deal Dash and I wanted to get myself a PS5 because okay. I've been playing GTA and I wanted to do streams. Mm-hmm. I got one on there for half price than I would have got it at the at the store. Really? Yeah. Wow. No more going to stores like an idiot, you know, walking around. I was in a store yesterday for three what hours. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you, an idiot? I had to get, what are you, I an idiot? What are you, an idiot? Hundreds of auctions daily on brand new items ranging from TVs, laptops, to tools, and kitchenware, and even cars, and probably even suits, with guaranteed free shipping. All auctions start at $0, and you have a 90-day money-back guarantee on the first bid-back purchase. You can use Deal Dash both on websites, dealdash.com, as well as our iOS and Android apps. Right now, they've got a 50% off your first purchase offer for all new users. Go to dealdash.com slash Jeff with a promo code Jeff for $11 off free bids or a $30 bonus when making your first bid back purchase and start bidding, baby. Okay, so we put out a tweet uh, okay. for some fan submission questions and videos. Oh, I banged this chick last week. <laughs> oh, Chris Stefano, bro, listen, look, <laughs> I need some advice, bro. Look, I need to know how to get as funny and as 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 ripped as you, bro. Like I, I'm thick and I'm funny, but I, I'm not ripped, bro. I got man titties. I need it solved. That's a good well, question. Well, I'm not ripped either. I I'm not ripped at all. I have fucking I have tits. Um, I think uh, you're selling it, bro. I could see you on like an old MTV show. I know you were on that one, but I could see you code, on like bro, Real World doing those My challenges. My body sucks shirtless, right? You've seen it. It's not great. I'd fuck you. You kind of look like Triple H a little bit if you got a haircut. Yeah, I look like day. I look like Triple H. Yeah, if he had like a neck injury, they never <laughs> made it. Um, I, dude, you know what, man? Just be happy with your body. As far as getting funny, I mean, you're gonna have to move to New York or LA. You're gonna have to just get out of whatever city you live in. You probably live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I know it's a nice place, but you're gonna have to leave there. Okay, that's the only way to really make it in comedy. Is you're gonna have to just go to a big city where you're like failure is just a part of your life. You're gonna have to. Fail big, like uh-huh. fail. Fit the way you've yeah. been failing with your fitness, you're gonna have to fail on stage. Yeah, and pick a lane. You know, this guy's trying to pick two lanes: get in shape and become funny. Yeah, they don't pick do it one, together. bro. Pick one, man. If you want to get skinny, get the booster because it makes you sick. It's yeah. crazy how you can't talk about stuff like that. I know it's it's pretty, but that's why I think of it. But I get, I get, like I get it. Too. Instagram like, shadow bans or YouTube take. I get it because it's privately owned companies. But I would have to imagine somebody with a lot of money. Uh, is going to eventually make a platform similar to YouTube, Instagram, whatever, where like you can just truly say whatever you want, and you won't get thrown off. I, I, Patreon, I but then you got to pay. I, I guess know. Patreon, but even I guess Patreon is you could I, post free stuff on Patreon. Sometimes I'll upload like a, like pictures and like extra video, like stupid shit I shot on my phone that didn't take any effort. I'll I'll give it out for free. I guess I guess you can do that on Patreon. That's true too. Yeah, I guess maybe, but I think there's going to be like an even bigger platform that's got to come. There's got to be something because now it's even like now it's like everybody's getting shadow banned. Like, you can say nothing and it's just mm. your account gets fucked. You think Rogan is going to get his show shut down because they're coming after him now? I don't think so. I think that's why he went to Spotify. I think that if he was on YouTube, he, his show might be suffering. But I, I, I've heard that he's up to 12, 13, 14 back. million yeah. views uh, an yeah. episode again yeah. because I don't think Spotify... I think the whole point... That's why they... 
That's why they brought him to Spotify. I think the you know 200 doctors or the 2,000 people that cry about him on social media is such a small percentage of what the actual population is like. You're getting 13 million people an episode to listen to you. There's no way 13 million people a day or a week are unsubscribing from Spotify. There's mm-hmm. no way. So it's like you. we think when we see a thing, a tweet, or it's just our brain, mm-hmm. right? We focus on the negative. Yeah. It's such a small percentage of the population that even care about these things because most people are like, dude, I got a wife, I got kids, I got a husband, I got kids, I work in a factory. Like, I, I don't fucking know. I just listen to the guy sure. and it distracts me <laughs> from my life for two hours. Crazy like, times If you got in. time to bitch about Joe Rogan, like you are, you're a fucking, you, you must be doing great in life. Yeah, it's you must be really privileged. It's, it's too much. Uh, it's too much. That's the good news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This question comes from Twitter. Uh, have you ever been heckled during a comedy show performance? <laughs> what's, your, <laughs> what's your worst heckle story? Actually? Kyle, did you ask this question? Yeah, what a dumb Did you write this one? Quest- no, what a it's actually from Twitter. <laughs> Who wrote this? My daughter? Uh, Louise Douglas. <laughs> yeah, the worst heckle I ever got was at this place um, in Queens. Um, it was called Scoongeely's was the name of the restaurant, which oh. was the name, real name of the restaurant. And uh, I did a show it was for the mafia. Um, was, it was, I was opening up for this guy, Angel Salazar, who played a small role in um, the movie Scarface. So he has a pretty big mafia following. So I was opening for him, and I did a joke that, you know, bombed, that was off color, and some guy took offense to it because he was like, my wife's here, you fucking talking like that? <laughs> and I did some joke, I forgot what I even said, and... You know, it bombed, and I got off, brought up Angel. I was walking to the back of the room to, like, try to get paid and leave. And the guy threw me up against the wall and held a knife to my throat. Whoa. Yeah, and he was like, I'm going to cut your Adam's apple out and feed it to your mother. I was no. like, that's very specific, sir. <laughs> I panicked, and um, the owner of the club, of the, of the restaurant, both guys' names were Carmine. I'm not even trying to be funny. It's just <laughs> both of them are Carmine. The owner's name was Carmine, and the guy yeah. who had the knife to my throat's name was Carmine. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Carmine, Carmine, put the fucking knife down. What are you, stupid? Put the knife down, you fucking jerk off, like whatever. And the guy put the knife down. He was like, you're lucky Carmine saved you. And then the other guy was like, Carmine, get away. I was like, Carmine. I fought you guys then, Carmine. Did, did you kill me already? Uh. So so um, the owner took me through the kitchen, down some stairs into like a back alley that was outside. I genuinely thought like I was going to get killed. Like I truly like my heart was in my throat. And he goes, I'm so sorry. He goes, that guy's such a fucking wannabe. He goes, you always got to worry about wannabes because they want to impress people and do yeah. stupid shit. He goes, fucking wannabes, right? I go, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, you know, whatever. And he goes, um, he goes, here, listen. He goes, here, take some cash. He goes, just don't tell nobody what happened. I was supposed to get paid $25. He gave me a wad of cash that was like $1,900 in cash. No I way. My car. He goes, put some gas in your car. I was like, what do I have, a fucking rocket ship? I drive a Saturn, <laughs> you know? And uh, and he goes, don't tell nobody nothing about this. And I was like, wow. And, and I was like, you know, driving home, I was like, dude, should I like, do I even really want to do comedy? And then I just got on stage the next day and immediately told the crowd what happened to me the night before. And I was like, you know, whatever. So that was probably the worst I ever got heckled. And one time somebody, I think I was in Cincinnati. uh, Somebody threw like soiled underwear at me on stage. Mm. Like they must have sharded in their pants and then got drunk Friday night late show. And they threw just a shit underwear at me. And it it didn't hit me when I picked it up. I was like, oh, this is funny. And then it was a shit stain. Damn. So it was a good question, Kyle. Good question, Kyle. You got fucking heckled hard, man. You almost got clipped. Dude, I almost got clippy whippy. And you weren't afraid to tell the story on stage, even though they told Just you. Just change names. Name. I changed names and whatever, and I was like, "Oh, nobody cares." I'm not, you know. At that point, I was like, "No, nobody's ever going to hear this Mickey shit." He clearly said Carmine. Yeah, <laughs> Carmine, Carmine well, now, one and Carmine two. It's ten years now, so it's like those guys got to be dead. There's no way they got vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been arrested? Yes, 
Uh, very briefly, overnight for um, uh, graffiti. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, what, what was your tag name? Shaz. I don't want to actually. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, imagine, imagine somebody's watching. They go find all the Shazes all over Shaz. fucking Brooklyn, and they come back and hit you with a. Are you any good? No. No. And you know what, dude? When I tagged up, I tagged up a mailbox and they were like really scaring me. I was like 17 years old. They're like, you know, it's a federal offense. You're going to get five years in prison for that. You just tagged up yeah. a fe And then I was like, oh, bullshit. And they were like, no, you're getting five years in prison, like non-negotiable. Yeah. And, and like when I was in the back of the police car for like that few minutes, I was like, oh, I'm really going to prison. Technically, I could have. Yeah. Truthfully, I could. They weren't lying. But I think I must have been 16 then because they just called my mom down to the station and they were like... You know, this kid, like I had to do community service and this and that. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. did you stop doing, uh, yeah, up shaz suck, around? yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I never did. I, I, I wrote one more shaz on the UN building and then oh, yeah, one, <laughs> no, one more just on the White House. How'd you come up with shaz? I don't fucking know, bro. This is before Instagram. Once Instagram yeah. came out, people stopped giving a fuck oh, about God. having their tag all around because you just want more followers. That was the original yeah. Instagram. Yeah, you, know? I you just, I want more people to know my fucking tag name. I had one. Did you guys get arrested Menace? ever? Menace? Yeah, but Dennis. I never got arrested for that. No, I was menace, but I tried to spell it weird, and it was like it kind of. I put an S instead of a C, but it just looked like men's ass. Men's ass. And I didn't realize that till I had tagged up all over, and I was like, "Fuck, this is not a good one. I got to change this up." Did you ever get arrested for your drugs? Yeah, a bunch of times. How I, long? I got arrested. I got arrested in Florida for a bunch of shit. I got arrested out here for sending a package of like twenty pounds back to. I got caught myself because I was trying to make it just being stupid, and then I got probation. And, um, fuck, I never told this story before, ever. Um, I was on probation, and I was out riding a dirt bike, just doing stunts, just stupid shit. I was just such a reckless fucking idiot. Of course, a cop comes to chase us because we're doing wheelies, no helmets on in downtown L.A. And I'm with two of my friends. They skid off. They run. Because on a dirt bike, you could just, you know, skid, mm. and you go the other way, and the car has to do a three-point turn. Right, and right, right. takes forever to catch up with you. So you always get away, especially in Staten Island. The cops just give up. They're like, oh, yeah. fuck, and probably, yeah. probably on a bunch of oxys. Let him go right, and right, fucking right. kill himself. But um, these guys were persistent. They did not stop. They kept on trying to come after me. And I'm on this bike, so it's, meh, meh, meh. it's a loud bike. And I didn't realize in L.A. they send the helicopters after you. Yeah. So I'm on this chase for like 15 minutes, no helmet, and the cops like get on, fucking pull over, and I'm like fuck you, and he's just on my tail. I lose him, and then another two guys come out, and this thing was above me the whole time. And then sure enough, I get to the Fifth Street Bridge, and I try to like get under the bridge so the helicopter won't see me anymore. And there's another car that just smashes into me, and I slide, on the bike? I slide under the car. And now I'm already in a chase, so you know you fucking you don't give up. You know I'm already in. I already got the charge, regardless. Yeah, right. <laughs> so now I'm running on foot. But uh, the fucking helicopter, keep it going. Keep, give me the helicopter. So I'm running on foot now, but it's all pure adrenaline. My legs are fucked. I definitely tore a whole <laughs> bunch of shit in my legs, and I'm just committed to this chase. I gotta get away. So I'm running down the street now, and the cops are just chasing me with guns. I hop a fence. And my legs just give out. I just got hit by a fucking car. Yeah. And they shoot oh. the taser at me. And Oof. I get two prongs in me and I'm the, now I'm done. And that thing doesn't shut off. So they, it's fucking tasing yeah. me. And the cop put his, his foot down onto my face. And he's like, where's the drugs? Where's the guns? And I'm like, I'm just on probation. They told me no police contact. And he's like, you fucking idiot. And I ended up getting like three weeks in jail for that. Three weeks? Yeah. I was supposed to get six months. But... Because the jails here are so overpopulated. And you're white. And it was nonviolent. Not really because I'm white, but it was nonviolent. And, you know, 
Possibly, yeah. I don't know. But, but now you wouldn't even go to jail. Today you wouldn't even go to jail for that at yeah. all, right? You'd be out in like hours. No, I violated probation. That's what the big deal was. So like running from the cops is not good, but it's not something that they're gonna like put you away for life for. Even though it was like a GTA chase, yeah. I didn't do anything but run from the cops. Why did you run? Because Just they, they the told me you're on probation. If you have any police contact, they can violate ah. you. They'll put you back in jail and you get no bail. So even though I wasn't doing anything that bad, it was just a stupid decision. Quick, I was like, fuck it. I got to get the fuck out of here. I'm already on this yeah, bike. I'm already kind of breaking the law. Mm. Let me just get out of here. It's easy. Yeah. But it wasn't as easy as it was in Staten Island. Yeah, they had, just they had three. They just picked you to follow. Out of the three, yeah. yeah. They picked me. And wow. then, of course, so, they get me and they want the other guys. But, you know, fucking. You ain't ratting. You think you'll go to jail again or you think no? No, I, don't, I always have that like in the back of my mind. Like it could possibly happen. You never know. You never, because I didn't think I was gonna go to jail again the last but time. But what what do you what are you doing like illegally now? You think that could turn <laughs> like what what are you doing? Uh, and do I need to leave the apartment? <laughs> no, I'm not doing anything illegal anymore. What are you saying? You're not gonna go to fucking jail again? You never know, Jay. You never know. Somebody no. could fucking smash into my car on the street, and then you know we get into something. I'm talking shit. More this is what I around. do with him, Chris. And I then, always say I'm like, you're not that anymore. Yeah. You grew up this way. You had a lot of violence. You had a lot of drugs or whatever. Yeah. Don't you know? Don't fucking around be like that anymore. They made you do push-ups. <laughs> yeah, burpees. That's how that kid should lose weight. Go to jail. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Send them up. There it is. You want to take Send some it. tests? I used to inject. I used to inject my friends. So really? Me to, yeah. I, I can keep you. this bag too. That, that's, that's our new uh, thing. We're releasing that on Valentine's Day, so that's perfect. You can give that to your the wife. The first time Chris gets free stuff. Jeff's Barbershop. I love it. <laughs> I think you're going to love those products. I think you got great hair. You're super Thank you, funny. Honey. I love you. Love you too. Thanks. You, I love, you're cool too. And I oh, love cool. you guys. Yeah. I love that it was just like fun and easy in here and we could shoot the shit, talk shit, and everything is good. Yeah. Do I we like have that. any other submissions for him? Uh, there's uh, one more video. Nobody see. really gave yeah. a fuck about... Uh, this is your best podcast, Jeff. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Yeah, nobody cared. Nobody cared about... I they didn't said, get who questions. is this guy? A comedian? We want a fucking YouTuber on here. I know. No, I'm, I'm sorry. So. No, I, no, no, I'm no, not. I, no. I, lo I love when I have actual like guys that can talk come on here because... I deal with the, the clout circle of YouTubers, and it's just, you know, sometimes I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? This is painful. You know, Jay, you got to deal with these, you know, TikTokers coming in, but we, we need know. their faces. We need their cute young faces for the views. Hell yeah, dude. Hey, guys. How's it going? Um, so I'm a little confused. I'm nice trying to read this sentence, but I'm not sure what it says. Can you read this for me? Coffee um, costs a, a quarter okay, on the corner. I'm just fucking with y'all. I was just testing your New York accent. Oh, coffee uh, costs a quarter on the corner. Coffee costs a quarter oh, on the corner. Oh, she's trying to do the New York accent. Oh, I get cool, it. Cool. With, this, with a Snapchat filter. That was cute. Filter. That was very cute. Do yeah. it. Do it. Do it. Coffee costs a quarter on the corner. Coffee costs a quarter on the corner. That's, That's what it is. She's cute. I like her. All right. I mean... Yeah, that was nice. That was you nice. Know, I don't know if that's a way to end it, but that's what we're going to have <laughs> to do. That's what we're going to have to do. Just fucking walk off, and I'm going to tell you to go to ChrisDComedy.com and come check out my stand-up. I'm on a theater tour. Chrissy Theaters, everybody. Hashtag CTE tour. So we're coming all over. Portland, Seattle, Cleveland, in, Detroit, Philly, fucking Indianapolis. You got any other uh, tragedy jokes? Any Anything else you're working on that's you know extremely dark and really riding that line of... Yes, there's some more. You come see my show. We <laughs> get deep in the tragedy. Dude. We talk a lot about fucking. We talk. We, I got a lot of prison stories myself. Not that I went to prison. Family members. Um, we got a lot of shit. I talk a lot about. I think what's going on. My point of view is stuff. And then, uh, yeah, man. I just get you to come to the show. 
And at the end, you know, we uh, we just we we ask you to vote Republican. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Chris has to get to um, get the estrogen removed from his nipples. I want to go. I'm going to go walk around Jeff's house. Which one? My parents in Staten Island. Both of them. Or they, this okay. one. I'm going to walk hey, around this apartment. Did you ever hear about people in Staten Island getting hit with Snapple bottles? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I told you it wasn't fucking... It, Are you serious? Yeah, glass Snapple bottles. That was our weapon of choice. They, they outlawed the glass because yep. of, of us. Because of us, man. Yep. They would thrive. Many, many people got hit with glass Snapple bottles on Staten Island. Yeah. yeah. That would get that would fuck you up, though, wouldn't it? Of course, dude. But no, you're on they Staten honestly... I, I've seen them just smash on people's faces, and, you know, it's not even that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen people get through... I, I, there's plenty of other weapons of choice that you can get from a deli or a 7-Eleven. Really 100%, dude. Yeah, I know. You get hit with glass snapple bottles. Yeah, a 40-ounce would even make more sense. I don't know why we always went for snapples. You even know, the 40-ounces. It was a like handheld. They're not plastic anymore. We were driving in Staten Island. We, we drove by like a Cumberland Farms or something, and he, he got all sentimental. He was like, yeah, Jay, and then one day they changed into plastic, and things were never the same. <laughs> yeah, we got to all hang out on Staten Island. I like it there. I like Staten Island. So whatever you want to talk what, shit about, I talk shit about. I, I mean, I stopped talking shit about it, but that speed limit over there, 25 miles per hour the whole way. Yeah, but you know what I mean? You get a PBA card, it's all good. You're pay right. Up, and I used some to, cops. When I, when I was You're a fucking barber, riding dirt bikes. You know, people don't understand what PBA cards are. Yeah. They, they only exist in New York. So if you're friends with the police officer, which I had tons of customers when I was a yeah. barber there, they sure. would all just, at Christmas time, they all give me their PBA cards. So when I would do dumb shit like that, I would get chased by the cops and they get me and then I just hand them a stack of PBA cards, call one of these guys and they'll get me out of it and then i have to cut their hair for free for the year but whatever it's better than jail yes and then those don't work out here <laughs> also kyle i took him to staten island for the first time he never experienced a toll before wow growing up in california he said easy pass what, what is, is that what the fuck yeah is this? no you got to pay for the bridges 35 dollars for a bridge easy 35 dollars yeah. to get to staten island seems a little ridiculous right yeah, yeah. oh it's covid you. bless you guys got two weeks left <laughs> <laughs> all right i gotta go i love you babies all right all right thanks a lot thanks for doing this thanks for having me guys yeah you crushed it thank you guys no fucking <laughs> it's easy with you guys man yeah. Yeah.